Well, Mr. Bischoff, since you insisted that I take this pick, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, Paul Heyman Smackdown is very pleased to welcome Triple H! Oh Sweat in my blood too. I'm ready to smell fear. I smell a lot. My competitors flex here. They smoked. I was hot. I want it all. Excess. The sex. My success. Stress us. I want it all. No less. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 47 of the Ruthless Aggression Era podcast. The only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and released those big money balls as it is time to shake things up as it is time for the 2004 draft lottery. It could be you. It could be you. You've got to be in it to win it. Let's roll them big money balls. As always, I am Dave and joining me is big sexy Michael Rag. Happy Draft Lottery Day. Happy Draft Lottery Day. Are you excited? I am excited. We're going to see some fresh, uh, well, hopefully some fresh picks to each brand. Yeah. Hopefully some good SmackDown guys make the name on the roll, vice versa. <laughs> All right. Yeah. In hopefully. theory, in hindsight, it's amazing. What we get at the end is a bit of a clusterfuck of mid-carders moving all over the place. It will be. And Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this can be a weird one because we're going to do one episode of Raw as an entire episode. So it's been weird, hasn't it? Because we've been trying to treat this one episode of Raw like a pay-per-view and not just brush through it like it was a one Raw in the episode, six episodes of Raw and Smackdown in the build-up sometimes. Um, so yeah, so it's the, the second draft, the first draft in our timeline yeah. that we've, because obviously we picked it up at Vengeance. Which was after in, the 2002. Which is after the, um, the the draft originally, but that was a whole different ball game. That was Vincent Flair. They was choosing who they wanted. Yeah. It was like, well, who's available? I want him. I want him. This is a whole different ball game because it's a lottery. Every name is in a piece of paper on a piece of paper. Sorry, in a little plastic ball in a tumbler, and each of them get six picks each. I believe it is, and so and what? yeah, it's fun and fucking excitement ahead. Um, what are you hoping for? What are you wanting to get out of the draft? Some fresh feuds. I'll say it right this time. <laughs> I'll say it right this time. We're practicing that, yeah. <laughs> so I'm in front of the mirror going, fresh feuds, Michael. Fresh, not fresh fruit. No fresh fruit. No fruit. Fresh feuds. <laughs> I was on a health kick that day. <laughs> but yeah, so, so we want some fresh fruit. What else do we want out of this? Are you hoping like... Just different. Because I remember the first draft. Tag teams got fucking split. All over yeah. the place. APA split up. Dudley split up. Joined. We've got Reverend Eve on him. Yeah. Bully um, and Tish. Obviously, let's try and not pretend that we're not going to talk about what we've seen or we're going to talk about. But what happens if all the teams get split up? Because then we ain't got no teams with as no it is. tag divisions There's as it no is. There's no tag division as it is. So if we lose Jim Drack and Cade, if they split, if we lose the Dudleys, we lose the Evolution, balance. we lose the Barons, join the, what, what, we, what happens if fucking Rikisha gets drafted to Raw and we lose Scott and Rick? Do you know what I mean? What Two happens? Men. What happens? Um, so let's get right fucking into it, why don't we? 
March the 22nd, 2004. We are we're live from Detroit, Michigan. We are at the Joe Louis Arena. Um, to get you up to speed, uh, it's been two weeks removed from Mania. Uh, your champion's currently Benoit, who's champion of Raw. Eddie is champion of SmackDown. That is must be like Eric Bischoff's fucking worst nightmare yep. from what he had to what there is now. Um, all wrestlers who are on Raw and SmackDown are eligible for the draft. But it sounds like it's not just wrestlers, it's all talent. Oh. So we're everyone, everyone. So we're talking Cole, we're talking Taz, yeah. we're talking Mike Yoda, Jack Noel, JR. JR, everyone. Vince, what happens if Vince gets drafted? Shano, Stephanie, fucking Shane's son. Shit's going to go down tonight. People are going to get drafted. Linda. Linda could get drafted to Velocity. Paul Berry could have been drafted to Raw. I fucking 100%. Um, so we get a nice call opening of Bischoff and Heyman. Heyman selling his injuries from SmackDown as attacked by Taker, wearing a neck brace, staring at each other. Vince comes in, chest puffed out, as big as it could be. <laughs> so running through the rules of this evening. Um, so they're going to get six picks each. Um, everyone's available. Yeah. And then what do I hear? What's that? Li- what, what do I hear, Mike? So I'm sat there on my city, listening to this, watching this. I'm like, ooh, hi, Michael. As Michael Cole and Taz are in attendance both, tonight as well. Both teams on course. Yes, it is like a pay-per-view. Um, we see uh, both rosters backstage. Yeah. And they're all wearing brand shirts. We're recording this one week after Spouse Shirts 2019. And all you've seen for the past fucking month, month and a half builds up to this has been... Branded shirts, branded shirts, because I'm team red, I'm team blue. It's like I'm team like, yellow. In England, for those that are listening in England, we're building up to the general election, right? And the general election is every household in England is going to vote near enough team blue or team red. So and then there's a few people who so team yellow. Are we saying that NXT the Live Dems <laughs> team yellow? Yeah. Now, at Survivor Series, the Live De- uh, the Live Dems. Smashed it, smashed it beyond fucking the realms of NXT guys were going over the WWE guys go off. So is that some? Apart from Roman. Is that some foreshadowing? So NXT's victory at Survivor Series means the Lib Dems are going to vote. So is it next week that everyone goes to the polls? So yeah. next week, like, Rufus Army. I don't know how many there are these days, but if there's enough, not get if there's it. enough to make a difference, <laughs> let's get NXT in. The White House on 10 Downing Street. <laughs> um, so. I know you're going to keep that in. <laughs> uh, so, the fact that we hear that Cole and Taz are there. My mind, doing, the... my mind doing my mind. Yeah. I'm thinking, so we you draft. So we draft. No, I'm thinking we draft Cole to Raw and we draft King to SmackDown. And we have Taz and King yes. on SmackDown with Sable and your Tory Wilson and your Don Marie's. It'd be <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Oh, just the commentary for them. <laughs> um, so Bischoff and Heyman, they stare at each other until Vince comes in and he lays down the whole draft details of the draft. Each brand will make a random drawing. Each brand uh, will get a bin each. So they both get a tumbler, both fold of Raw and SmackDown balls. Um, 12 picks all together and at the end of the night if you're not happy you've, you've got, got till midnight to sort your shit out and start trading Bischoff though he's worried about his champions and Vince where with an absolute fuck ton of foreshadowing says that every single person is available on the roster 
Now, even at this time, not once did I think that either Heyman or Bischoff was going to get drafted. No. They weren't. They, it was such evolution That's, focused. So that was evolution the shocker focused. Of the night. Oh no! Yeah, definitely. Mr. Bischoff, I'm so terribly sorry, but Paul Heyman Smackdown has to make the announcement that one of the premier groups on Raw has been broken up. You don't think it's... Who, who knows? Ladies and gentlemen, Paul Heyman Smackdown hereby welcomes Renee Dupree! I'm back, hits, and Raw GM Eric Bischoff arrives on the stage and steps behind his podium. And Paul Heyman's theme, which is. I, 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 I'm still not quite happy with it because it's, it's the bastardized version of the ECW. Yeah, thing. exactly. I could not agree more. You've hit the nail on the head. It's Jim Johnson's version. Yeah. Because uh, he always does it's this. It's like shit. The, a carbon copy equivalent of WCW's Randy Savage theme because it sounds like that ECW music, but it's not that ECW music. Uh, so Heyman comes out, he takes his uh, stand at the podium as well. Um, <laughs> I love how the crowd, they were chanting you suck towards Heyman. And him was just brushing it off. He was like, quite the classy audience that you have here, Eric. <laughs> um, and it's time for some picks. But before that, Paul Heyman, and he's brilliant, because he turns and says, on SmackDown, I got brutally assaulted by The Undertaker. And next SmackDown, this coming Thursday, I'm going to deal with The Undertaker in my own personal special way. The laptop I used to make my notes, I proceeded to just type one-on-one -on -one with The Big Show. <laughs> there is no other option. Unless he's going to hate him instead. For an Undertaker. Because Paul Heyman versus We've Taker. lost Brock. We've lost our henchman. Yeah. We've lost... Put Rhino's gone. My boy, I don't even <laughs> see him. Yeah. Jindrax. Oh, hello. Hello. Obviously, we're jumping ahead a little bit. Jindrax. Jindrax drafted. Jindrax versus Taker. Oh, <laughs> could go down. Um... So Heyman draws his hand into the tumbler and makes his first pick. Um, and I loved how he said, because there's so much potential tonight of evolution splitting. Yeah. There's so much on it. And that stuff seems to be the focus of what happens if evolution split. So the first pick is, I'm going to break up one of the premier groups on Raw. Evolution's fucking anuses are getting tight. But no, the bell ends. We were concerned when they became a three. They're now back to being a two. As Rene Dupree, but they say fuck all about Fifi and it does me head in. Yeah. It's gone to SmackDown. So Well, as we know later on that some superstars do get drafted after all. Mm-hmm. For example, Rico and Jackie. Yes. Um, Maybe Fifi was part of that. So Fifi's in a supplemental draft. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? That's why. But would they waste a pick on Fifi? <laughs> but does she not come as a thing? Because right, oh, right. Dudley's come as a two. Right, Dudley's come as a two. I don't understand why, how... No, they said it was three. Well, they come as a three, to be fair. So does Fifi not just come as a two with... Like, if a wrestler's got a manager, so Christian so gets drafted. Christian gets drafted. Right. Does it... Does, Krishna. 
No, see, I, I'm more concerned because Renee was... I know what you're saying about Sylvan brought her in, but Renee was showing a lot more compassion towards her. So if Christian fucked off and got drawn to SmackDown, uh, drafted, sorry, to SmackDown, would Tristan go with him because she's like his manager? Fifi's a manager. It's like yeah. Bull, Bulldog and Matilda. Is that what they called her, I think? Bulldog, yeah. if you got drafted, Matilda won't stay on you road, she? That. You should have That's your area. You know what I mean? She won't stay. Um, so, yeah, the first pick is Renee Dupree. Um, but so we've now gone from three villains to two. We have no. So Renee's now a solo villain. Uh, he's now just a bell. Yeah, the bell debris. Well, he's on the blue bell. Le bell, le blue bell, Renee debris. <laughs> le blue bell, le blue bell, Renee debris. Uh, Renee removes his rocher and leaves his former bellens behind. <laughs> he comes out to the arena. And that's nicely in French for a bit of silence. That's nicely for again for a bit of Jeez, silence. I'm, I'm <laughs> what I do from Ash, silver player. <laughs> Petty fellow, silver player. Apologise to our French <laughs> listeners if I no, mispronounced that there. No, we don't. If you're new to here, then <laughs> good luck. Honey, honey, ha. And they win. So he goes, that's it, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Which is brilliant because he's going to be this French antagonist gimmick on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, well, SmackDown's got the US title. It's it's written in the stars, isn't it? Oh, written in We've got stars. a foreigner. We've got a foreigner. A million miles away. Uh, my question is, will the French tickler get over on the blue brand? <laughs> I fucking As love. There's a blue belly. I fucking love the French tickler. It's fucking brilliant. It's like, the French tickler is more annoying than, I'd imagine, back in the new gym with Triple H when it was the uh, aristocrat, the blue blood, and he'd do his little pose. Like, oh, People's album. <laughs> the fact that he does all that jazz in front of you before you get a chance to move. He does a lot of jazz. So, Renee, he says that he doesn't want his final moment on Raw to remember by getting his ass kicked by Stone Cold. Um, well. So, he calls out anyone, and we get the former undisputed World Heavyweight Champion, Y2J himself. Still, very angry. Still. still angry from the whole Trish Mania Christian affair. Um, what do you make to the match then? So, opening match overall. It was, 
Renee versus Jericho. Give me some spot. highlights. There was a decent spot in it when Jericho, well, Renee was on the outside of the ring. Jericho hit the ropes, hit that drop kick, and then Renee just decided to do a headstand next to an arse table. Yeah. And um, did you cool. like how the French tickler was turning to us uh, uh, near fall? That's should won it. He did one, and then he didn't move, and then he did one again, and it's like, oh, that's too many tickles, that, I think. And then that he, won it, it was then. his downfall, because it had a very near fall. But there's no. Is Yang Zagari now Jericho's finish? See, this was my problem. So, at the end of the match, it, it was. It's almost as random as a random elbow out of nowhere. Yeah, it was sudden. The fucking Inzagori, you fucking jobber, Renee. <laughs> That's all I was thinking. It's almost like we didn't. Get to SmackDown, you garlic munching, surrender monkey, fucking jobber. You it's know? almost like winning the world title with an elbow strike. Yeah, but right, Jericho, in this period of time, has got numerous moves that he can be classed as, as relative finishers. So, he does the. Uh, the Italian moonsault off the middle rope was his finisher for a while. Lion, uh, lion salt, yeah, the, 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 the fucking lion team up Boston Crab. And obviously going code forward, breaker. he gets the cold breaker. But they're the fucking it's insane. Running into an Alberto Del Rio special gets your winner. Um, so Renee, he ain't happy and he gets to Mike and he demands respect because he's the French, French Freedom. When did he earn that nickname? How has he earned that nickname? <laughs> but glass shatters. And here comes the sheriff. Is he still the sheriff? Because they don't mention that anymore. They just they, they suddenly stopped referring to my sheriff. Hasn't it? It's just here comes Stone Cold on his fucking spike. Stone Cold only had to come out for what for some beer. Yeah. And also, there's three things that are certain in life, Michael. Taxes, death, and if Stone Cold offers you a handshake, it's going to end in a stunner. Yeah. <laughs> so Renee didn't want his last moment on Raw to end with a stunner. But so, Renee's last moment on Raw ends with a stunner. With a stunner. Um, so uh, last time we'll ever see him on Raw as well. Yeah, well, both country teams they've kind of spoke. They they've now mentioned this where they're, they're bigging up Austin as is that we're never going to see Austin ever again on Raw. Oh, Austin's going to get drafted. So if Austin does, yeah, but if he does get drafted, for what purpose? To be the sheriff of SmackDown because he, he, well, he won't wrestle, he can't wrestle, and he don't want to wrestle. One of them three are the reasons why Austin is not wrestling. His knees and back's fucked, or he's fucked, fucked, or his neck's fucked, or he just can't be arsed no more. And he's happy to get paid for money he's on. I imagine he's still getting paid a fair whack. Oh, yeah. uh, for money he's on to just ride around on his fucking little. He's probably got the deal. There, what Lesnar's got now. Oh, if not better, because Austin doesn't have to do. He's, he's an authority figure to an extent, but he's not because he doesn't make any decisions. He just comes out on his fucking little moped, drinks a beer, stuns some fucker, goes back drinks to some more beer, drinks some more beer. That's it, done. Well, Paul, I've got great news for you. You're no longer going to have to deal with the issue as to whether or not to call them the world's greatest tag team, or the self-proclaimed greatest tag team, because Eric Bischoff and Raw have the only definition for them now, that is ancient history. Raw is pleased to announce the acquisition of a fine young charismatic athlete who happens to be an all-American from the state of Minnesota. Welcome, Shelton Benjamin! Oh. I'll tell you what, I'm very excited about this pick. This kid here is 
ever seen in my 30 years in this business. Yeah, but check it out. That was the world's greatest tag team. And we're seeing them for the last time as the tag team. They're going to go the smack down colors. Tag teams are going to be broken up here tonight. Teams are going to tell them what's going to happen. Look at this kid's credential. Oh, you got that right. WWE Tag Team Champion, an All-American wrestler from the University of Minnesota. And they were so, well, they were so, uh, Successful, they were deemed the world's greatest tag team. And the thing about this kid is he's always been a great a single competitor, a high school All-American in football, wrestling, and in track. He is a magnificent athlete that'll be in one-on-one competition right here live Monday nights on Raw. Well, Sheldon Benjamin, he's gonna have a tough road ahead of himself. Bischoff makes his way out as it's time for pick number two. Whilst Rico and Jackie are in the ring. Uh, yeah, it was weird because we saw the entrance from Rico and Jackie. He went to commercial, and we come back, and it was straight to the stage. And it was only I after, thought we'd missed the only, match. It's only after the pick that obviously when Kane comes out that we see. I Rico thought we missed the match. Yeah, <laughs> like, weird. Why they had a match literally joined the adverts? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit odd how they saved that big entrance before the commercial break. Um, so Eric uh, makes his pick, and announces that. Another tag team has been broken up. Unfortunately. The world's one of my favourite tag teams in this entire the, journey so far. The only good tag team on SmackDown. Currently. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say in the whole period is for me is Delhi and Charlo. They've I've loved them too. Uh, I'm gutted them to aren't a tag team no more. Fair play, Eddie goes on for bigger and he has going on for bigger and better things. Um, so the world's greatest tag team slash team angle, because we won't ever let that go. Hopefully there ain't no stopping him. It's split and if what all the rumours that we read before are true, that the wrestlers didn't know, up to the day they didn't know what was going to happen, they looked, they were genuine, like, guttering, emotional feeling that I felt myself watching Charlie Ass and Shelton Benjamin give oh, yeah. each other a little cuddle. Yeah, you were like, oh, man, why? Lost his fate. Why? Do you know what I mean? They could, I, I understand why, because potential-wise, Shelton is the better well, one. The way he you talked about yeah. it made you think, oh, he's going to go oh, for some good things. Oh, because he's all-American, American fucking Jack Swagger. We the people. So, but we all know how it ends. And let's be right, Shelton has a great run. When does ECW start? Or six or seven? And Shelton's on ECW. Yeah. So he's, he's around for a good five, six-year period. He's so good now. He gets a fucking cracking run. And he's still going now, but ish. <laughs> he's employed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, another tag team split. Uh, the Bellens, big three, we came to. And mm. Ebony and Ivory. Ivory? Ebony and Ivory uh, are now gone their oh. separate ways. Yeah. Stop it with these tag teams. Mm. We've lost APA on recent times. I know. Still not over. I that. know we've got Scott and Ricker back and that and all that. But give me Brian Christopher more than give me Rikishi back. Yeah. Uh, I think it's time to maybe like. Where's Jeff? Bring back fucking RTC or something like that. Bring me back the right to centre. We need tag teams. We need the Dudleys to. to Where? Well, the Dudleys are, but the Dudleys are stuck in this revolving circle with Lance Storm. Yeah. <laughs> we've got Valen, Uncle Valen Lance. Uncle, that's what I mean. That's all we've got. Our hopes for the tag team division for the future of WWE rest on the shoulders of Uncle Van. Uncle Vance. <laughs> yes. Name them. Name them by accident. Uncle Vance. Name them by accident. And Hurricane and shit. And Hurricane and shit. Uh, so as we said, Rico was in the ring before all this fucking shit started. And then there's a big loud bang. Kaboom! And Kane makes his entrance and destroys Rico with a choke slam to score a victory in next to nothing. Rico. Uh, I looked away from... My screen for a second, sort of chokes in that corner of my eye. Yeah. Rico played the role of the 
new quintessential job. Yeah, early era, no face, no name, no history, no backstory jobber. Where they don't these days, and they still do it now. Uh, well, they don't do it now because fucking the Viking Raiders, your tag team champions, are, are fating fucking Bill and Ben the Flowerpot Men every fortnight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, last time we had a match that was. Against a credible fucking team. Apart even, from survivors. Even Ryder and Hawkins would class more credible than fucking John and, John and Jim from Boozer. Do you know what I mean? Two fat, overweight dickheads who are. Do you fancy getting yacked leathered by these two Vikings? Alright, yeah, then. Look like they've come straight stupid. out of school. Out of driver school. It's just stupid. Um, so Kane, as he leaves the ring, he takes he grabs uh, both. Heyman and Bischoff and uh, makes them fully aware that no matter what happens tonight, do not put me on the same roster as Big Dead Calloway. So, this is two things here. Either he don't want to get revenge for t- Mania. Or he's scared. He's scared. So no happy family reunions? Not, not in the slightest because I'm scared of my brothers. I don't want to be on the same roster as that person that can kick fuck out of me. And he's now a big dead guy and that one can kick fuck out of me. Um, speaking of big dead Mark. Uh, Where was he? No, I'm more to the point of... Uh, that was. Uh, did you watch the Stone Cold? Yes. With, with very real Mark? Yes, I did. King of the... Well, he's not Irish. <laughs> King of the Hill Mark. Uh, yeah, it was. I found it fucking bizarre I, I don't think I've ever heard Taker's real voice no I always the minute he opened I thought voice, Dead I'm Man like, did you buy I thought uh, Biker Taker was his, his real, real voice. voice so did Harry <laughs> what King I knew he was putting a voice like his deepening his it's voice very interesting take, found Dead it Man very Taker, very but. interesting um, like it's because Taker's one of them guys like if you want to hear about the life and times of Big Sexy hmm. not you Mr Nash yeah there is thousands of YouTube shoot interview videos of it not just YouTube all over the place videos of our streaming networks are available um, of Kevin Nash shooting on everyone Taker is an, he's, a, he's a little fucking hidden gem anyway, when it comes yeah. to stuff like shoot interviews and, and uh, non-gimmick or non-character interviews I thought it was fucking... It, I thought, yeah, it was very insightful. I was, I was very invested in it. It sucked me in. The minute that I was like, oh, who are you? <laughs> I was, oh, that's Big Dead Mark's real voice. I was sucked in from that moment on. I thought it was one of the best, if not the best, Austin podcast that he's, yeah. he's done. Definitely. Better than um, the Triple H one. So, Better than Vince one. we see a graphic for a match later on this evening. Tag Team Tiles Online. Yes. Booker and RVD versus Evolution's Ric Flair and Dave. Uh, and we'll get to another graphic on that later <laughs> on. Uh, we see hey, we see backstage with the raw guys again, and we see Shawn Michaels sat very 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 close to Chris Jericho. Yeah. Now I know Jericho's the face now because Chris burned him. A year ago, they wanted. To yeah, it was a quite the blood food, wasn't it? And the, the, uh, I was a bit confused about that. When Raw returns from a break, it's their turn to make a pick, and Bischoff makes his second selection in the draft. Uh oh. If it wasn't so obvious already that Raw is the home of good-looking people, (laughs) this next pick is going to really bring it home for you. Ladies and gentlemen, Raw's next pick is Nidia! Nidia is a very talented young lady and she hasn't had the opportunity to 
to wrestle a great deal on, on SmackDown. I think she's, she's a very important talent. Look at those. Congratulations. Welcome to the real home of the Divas and the Women's Championship. And I'd like to present this to you. Wear it with pride. Thank you. I don't even know where to begin. I am so excited. Now I can finally, I can finally go for that women's title. Can I put this on now? Sure, feel free to slip it on right up. Yourself at home, young lady. She's raw right there. She's gonna fit right in. She just escaped the rules, didn't you? <laughs> <idiot. laughs> yes. Oh yeah. I'm oh, so excited. excited. No doubt about that. Nidia with a chance to be the women's champion now that she's gonna compete on Raw. So it's Nidia. Why? I, I don't understand. Oh. No, this is where my brain was sat on the fence and going. You know, it's not nothing about wrestling is real, David. Stop thinking it is. Because all the dirt sheet reports we've read up to this is that the wrestlers don't know. Well, do the GMs not don't know? Is it full legit real? Right, and then my other side's going, no, David, stop being stupid. It's wrestling. None of it's real. All of it's scripted. It's like a movie. It's like a soap opera. It, it's all it's all scripted. And I'm like, so if it's scripted and it ain't real, <laughs> hey. Why on earth did they decide? They've only got six each. Yeah. Why on earth they did they picked... decide to waste it on Nidia? They could have picked Jamie. They could have picked fucking Maven. Billy Gunn. Dakota. Billy Kidman. Akio. They could have picked anyone. No. We'll pick Bob Nidia. Ollie. Bob Ollie. Fucking Crasher. Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> Nidia. 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 I don't get it. So, yeah, Nidia comes out and she switches T-shirts because... Divas. And Nidia is the new dominant force on the uh, the Smart Raw brand. The Raw Women's Division, Michael, not the SmackDown. She's <laughs> just come from SmackDown. Um, yeah, Jamie Owen, he must be feeling a little bit. I don't. Did they, Still got his money you know, We don't know his feelings on it at the mix. I know he's he kicked to the curb and all that, but deep down inside, I think he probably still does. Want a bang. Massive, massive with Want a bang. Someone smashed on. In front of somebody else as well. If um, sorry. So. Again. Jimmy Lowe, though, he was the worst. So when Nidia comes out, he's look at the puppies, and then they show, like, so we've had a match graphic for every draft uh, wrestler yeah. so far of their career. Highlights, their measurements, their height, weight, and whatever. Oh, with the Divas, we've, we're getting chest size, we're getting waist size. So we get, like, 24, 38, 36, says Jerry. And then he corrects himself. Oh, oh, 36. Look at me, I'm a perverted cunt. And he's like, look at the puppies, and it's like... Do you know when I was 15, 16? This yeah, was funny. I loved it, me. But, you but know, now it's. I reckon it's still is funny. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it is. It's cringy. Absolutely cringy. 
It's like modern day wrestling is. Paul Heyman finished this little spot with a great line to Nidia that I hope you get blind again. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Bet James will keep saying thing about. However, we're here. Word life is this basic phogonomics. As fucking the doctor making his raw debut. Yo, 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 the franchise is crashing this party. Don't get hot with me. He's wearing a neck brace because he's blowing the whole lotteries. <laughs> I heard about you. He ain't a one-way type. Believe the hype. I'm more raw than Monday night. It's like, gotcha, gotcha, see that, see that, see and that. And the pop was electric. I know, the people love him. People absolutely fucking it's love him. It's a shame for raw that that's not going to happen for over a year. Well, he does say, I'm a lottery pick. They both want to get their hands on. This ain't no junior high dance, so fellas, keep your pants on. If you draft me, save your t-shirts. I ain't kissing your butts. But we in the D, baby. You can suck these nuts. And then he finishes by saying, you're the general manager, but I'm making the next pick. I'm giving you one ball, but you still ain't got no dick. <laughs> it was like, see you now, see you now, see As much as... I don't like Jerry's perverted comments. I absolutely, as a 34-year-old man, love I love John Cena's raps. <laughs> love them more than I did when I was a kid. Absolutely. Because you um, get it more now. So, he takes the ball out, hands it to Heyman. Heyman's not happy. He's saying, this Bischoff ain't no pick. And Bishop's saying, it's a legit pick, mate. It's out, it's out. So Could he takes the ball out. He? he opens a piece of paper. And what does he see? Time to play the game. Eric's face was perfect. Absolutely. I think it was Heyman's face made it for me because when Heyman realised, because he was worried and worried and worried, he went, My next pick! And it was just that moment then. When he shows Eric the the paper, Eric's face goes from chest to chat to complete. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I said, I love the cockiness from Heyman once he'd read who the pick was. Um, And Triple H, we. Pan perfectly backstage where he's spitting the water out the minute that he hears it's himself that's going. Uh, we go and to the then, break, we come back from the break, and the whole roster, all the jobbers. Da 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 they nearly ran out of space. Yeah. King of the Ring, world champion, champion, yeah. But they should have stuck with it. I would have stuck with it, at least for a month or so. Cause and found a way, storyline-wise, of drafting him back. They could have had him take the title off uh, Eddie. Yeah, no, definitely. 100%. They wouldn't have had fucking JBL for you. <laughs> yeah, but we could have had JBL versus Triple H. But I suppose like there's the old stick from ECW where JBL, you were the only champion because Triple H didn't want to wait fucking Tuesdays so did he not want to wait Tuesdays hence why the minute he got drafted he went back so I don't know maybe it were legit 
maybe it was legit and he kicked off. I don't know, maybe I might have some Probably. notes on about that a little bit later on, Michael. Um, up next, Christian with Trish versus Spike Dudley, who's walking to the ring with purpose. And they've colour coordinated. Very much so. Orange um, glow. I love how JR fucking hates heel Trish. <laughs> Like, absolutely. He loved it. She was a darling of Raw. Until and, she now she's a trollop. and now she's a fucking trollop. Uh, Jerry with a pop culture reference. Forget about Nikki and Jessica. This is the hot, hottest couple today. Uh, did you get all that? No. I believe Not it would have been Jessica Simpson. I've heard of Jessica uh, Juice Simpson. Ha- Juice Hazard. Yeah. And she was married to a Nick guy and they did a TV program. Like an MTV fucking... Like Osborne's. You're living with the Osborne's. I think... I might be wrong, but I think that's what it was about. If you... If you know out there... Tell us, if, <laughs> tell us if Dave's right. Um, so what did you make then, Spike Dudley versus Cristiano? I like how Spike's got a spear in straight away. There was a couple of good spots, but like the, when Spike counted that scoop slam into a DDT, yes. I've never seen that before. No, no, definitely. That was up there with I quite liked, um, cruiserweight action. I quite like when Spike hit the double stomp. Uh, could do well. Could do uh, I generally thought Christian no souls it. I, I generally thought that was going to be game over, and it was like, no, Christian, I'm not having that. <laughs> Guess what? Straight away, no one loses to Spike. No one loses to Spike. That's the problem. Um, I like how after Christian gets the victory with the unpretty, which is always going to happen, uh, Jerry gets all fucking pervy again and begs for them to swap some spit. Yeah, what are you into, Jerry? <laughs> A That's a bit cuckoldy. <laughs> and then JR says, how do women like their hair pulled? And King's like, you need to get out more. <laughs> it's like, fuck's sake, Jerry. It's the same Jerry Lawler that like, wasn't that Survivor Series 93 because he got, I know he got off, but that doesn't mean he didn't do it. Uh, it was a 13-year-old kid or something like it. Like, well, so Jerry's a bit of a fucking, mm. bit of a weirdo, is Jerry. But I think he was married to Kat. She was like 25 years younger than him or something. Like, what a weirdo. You're a fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, you're a fucking weirdo, Jerry. Bischoff comes out to make the next pick, but he's still pissed off with Triple H. So he goes off to he find has a Vince. I need five minutes. I need five minutes. Um, he goes and he begs Vince uh, to nullify the decision, but Vince lets the decision stand, and Heyman keeps his pick. Uh, Heyman comes in and proposes a WWE Championship match between Eddie Guerrero and Triple H for tonight. Oh hell yes! Which Vince accepts, and it's a very very clever move in a, like in a kayfabe way. It's incredibly clever because could you Eddie could get no, but Eddie could get drafted. Yeah. What happens... So, see, you're not thought about that, have you? So, Eddie, if Eddie get gets drafted... Michaels versus Eddie. Yeah, but if Eddie gets drafted, right, we ain't got a world champion on SmackDown. But uh, we've drafted Triple H. So, Triple H wins. We bring him over to SmackDown as the champion. So, we're laughing. We can't do... Triple H can't get drafted again. So, I think it's genius. A great stroke of fucking genius. Not like yes. putting the next person I'm going to pick against Ben Warren and that person deciding to be fucking Rhino but we'll get on to that in a minute or two um, so but, but I am excited for Eddie versus Alan no oh, fucking 100% that's got to be our main event of the evening fucking definitely oh look who's it so Bischoff then comes out and he's going to shake things up he says well if we're going to have a world championship for Smackdown we can do the same stick so the next person I pick is going to fight against Chris Benoit one-on-one tonight for the World Heavyweight title. Well, if it had been Tory Wilson or Don Marie. What about if it would have been, like, Vince or Michael Cole? Michael Cole versus... <laughs> Taz! And he comes out old school with fucking towel on and just, everything. Is it Justin Roberts? Is it Justin Roberts that's uh, an Arsenal spec now? Is it Chimmel? It's still Chimmel. Chimmel. A Tony Chimmel. Chimmel versus Benoit. Um, it, it the Mr. Kennedy gimmick. But no, what got me is that they said, 
he's from Detroit, Michigan. And Chavo starts getting all excited. So I was like, is that where you're from? <laughs> you're from El Paso. Uh, but no, it's the man beast. It's Rhino. And I'm thinking, oh my God, we're getting Benoit versus Rhino again. A Smackdown staple for the past six months. This time, it's for the World Heavyweight Championship. And then this, when they list uh, Rhino's accomplishments, hardcore title, ECW title, yeah. they say US title. The Man Beast. That's what that was the WCW US title. Yes, it was. Uh, different, different belt. Different <laughs> history. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to break, and as we return, it's time for our tag team title match. It is Booker T and RVD, your defending champions, against Ric Flair and Batista. Isn't this Revolution. their like, contractual rematch as well? Yeah, but at the end, after what happens, Booker T and RVD say, oh, we've got a rematch. So is that what happens? So are you constantly trapped in a ball of rematches? Well, with titles. If the champion loses and then that person who lost wins again. Look at Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks. Is <laughs> <laughs> she like 18 championships a minute or something like that? She'll have fucked until Beat she's only been about for about five years. Um, what do you think of the match? Yeah. Well, did you notice the graphic? I did. And have, what have they done with it, David? <laughs> Tell the word, Marco. They've updated it. We have finally changed. It's only took them two years, however, <laughs> since the new tag team titles. We finally updated it. Well, it all begins it all again. It begins again. And it all begins again because RVD and Booker T knock into each other and one Batista bomb later, we have new tag team champions... But what happens now if Batista or Ric Flair get drafted to SmackDown? Well, it's evolution of the tag champs. What, is that like a Freebird thing? So Triple H is now... <laughs> so Triple H is now your tag team champion? No, it'd be Batista and Orton. All right, okay. Organ's double champion. Triple H and Orton would be a good tag team. The tag team champions, you won't fucking beat them. <laughs> you have no chance. No chance. Right, it went Van Damme. But he got Booker T instead. Come on, Batista! You gotta capitalize on this! And Batista! You gotta make it hard! Oh, the animal! With a sit-down powerbomb! The titles on the line! Oh my god! Yes! And the three! And we've got the world tag team champion! You have a little And the new world tag team champion, Batista and the Nature Boy, Rick Flair! In our first championship match, we've crowned new. So it's good to know what actually happens with the tag titles now. Yeah. Going forward, they, with RVD getting drafted yeah, to SmackDown and to find out. I think Because I didn't remember what happened, so I'm like, so... So you remembered RVD getting drafted? Yeah. you didn't remember how they lost the belts? No, I thought that because one got drafted, they had to forfeit. See what would happen there? Because they've never done that, have they? Where champions have been drafted. So yeah, usually. What, would, what would happen? Like one, no, we've got to defend them fucking individually now. <laughs> Come on, shit, oh. and Hurricane, I'll take you on. Because they're not drafting tech teams. Yeah. No. Well, they are, though. Don't these get drafted? Don't the FBI get drafted a bit later on in a supplemental draft as well, I think? Don't they not? No, I think they, I'm happy to... they run velocity, mate. <laughs> mate, they always run velocity. Um, but yeah, Dudley's got drafted as a team. As part of a, a, three, a three on a three. It was three superstars. <laughs> three, three superstars for one mega star. Um, so, when Raw comes back from the break, Heyman is out to make his fourth selection. Um, he goes, Taz, Taz you're, you're going to enjoy this. this. 
It's <laughs> yeah, Rob, Taz could get his weed again now. Rob Van Dam, the drug dealer, has come home. Um, but Coach Cook is, is quite fun because we hear the draft announcement and then we go backstage to RVD and uh, Booker T where they're saying, we're going to get the rematch, we've got a rematch clause, don't you worry, brother, we're laughing, let's go and fucking have a bong. We're all right. No, Coach Cook walks in first. <laughs> RVD. About that rematch. Fuck off. Uh, lets him know that he's been uh, drafted to SmackDown, but on the flip side, there's going to be some fresh new matches we can have on SmackDown with RVD. Mm. We're probably going to have RVD versus Rene Dupree. Or we're probably just going to get RVD <laughs> tag team. RVD versus Eddie for the title. Frog Splash. Frog Splash versus Again. Frog Splash. Deuce. <laughs> all we get with RVD going forward is what he does with Ray. That's all he does. Yeah. Is it tag then, do they get tag champions? Who yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's all he does until he wins money in the bank. Yeah, but then look what happened when he won money in the bank. So I mean, he was all going rosy for RVD until Pop Sabu. got in the way. <laughs> um, so yeah, RVD over to SmackDown. Another tag team broken up. Tag team dissension galore. Tag team tonight. dissension galore. Um, up next, World Heavyweight Championship. Chris Benoit versus... The draft pick that's going to shake things up and bring the title and keep it on Raw. Rhino, what did you make to the match, Michael? Well, I liked how when Benoit came out, he just takes his title off and just shows it to Paul. Yeah, he's like, I it's am like, the fucking match. Well, if you think about you. it, look, that's it. Exactly. Continuity. That's exactly. Look at the feud that they had building up to the Rumble where he told you, you ain't got a chance, son. You wank. I'm going to put you in at number one. You shit. <laughs> now what? Do you know what I mean? It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So yeah, what did you make to the match? There was one spot in the match that made me initially think that it was good to get some crazy finish. Yeah. When Rhino went for a sharp, a shit shooter yeah. on Benoit. Yeah. And who was the referee? Yeah. Could you imagine if he was just fucking... <laughs> in Detroit. Could you imagine if they would have done that though and actually put the world title on Rhino? Because going back to what we said about Triple H... But could they put the world title on Rhino? No. Rhino's like lower than Jinder when they put the world title on Jinder. Because at least Jinder looked good. Rhino just looks like a fucking... Rhino's getting fat. <laughs> Rhino's shit. Rhino, when he has his fucking run with uh, Eve Slater and he's eating cheese out of a can and shit like that, it's like, oh, man beast. That's what happened to you. Oh, man beast. Um, man so, beast with man boobs. Winner after uh, Rhino goes for a go. Uh, Benoit reverses it into the crossface. I'm sure we've seen gets the victory times before. Of course, uh, because we've seen him wrestle about a hundred times on SmackDown. But that's happening. Yes. Because his energy's he's running out of energy. If he's running out of energy, he's got to tap, man. He's got any. If that's all you can do, he just you've got to do what you got to do at the time. He could have died. I didn't mean that. Amazing. <laughs> so win and you're still still your world heavyweight champion is Chris Benoit. But this is the highest that Rhino gets in WWE. A world championship match on SmackDown. On Raw. On, uh, on Raw, sorry. But it's not really a hyped match. It's just off but the But this cuff. is his highest yeah, yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what would you say his lowest is eating cheese out of a tin? In Eve Slater's caravan. No wonder he goes to TNA. Backstage, uh, Shawn Michaels is watching on the monitor until Bischoff comes. Uh, HBK wants to be traded to SmackDown because he still wants a piece of Allen, of course. Uh, but Bischoff has another ideas. He offers him a singles one-on-one match with Benoit at Backlash for the world title. I need a star. You can be my star. Fair play. Michaels accepts. Backlash's main event is locked on. He's bang on. I cannot wait. Fucking yes. Benoit versus Michaels at Backlash. Yes. This should 
pay-per-view time, these two could make magic. Match. And then it's like Kevin Dunn said to Vince in the back that, fuck, we've run out of time. Let's get loads of picks out. So then we go wild for five minutes and we just go a bit pick crazy. So Bischoff makes his fourth drawing and he draws Tajiri. Uh, I don't remember Tajiri being on well, draw he, ever. He, he hugs his goons. Um, so is that technically another group that's been split up? Yeah. And Sakoda I, now. I don't remember seeing Akio Sakoda after. Well, doesn't Sakoda turn into Jimmy Wangang? That's Akio, but that's that in Akio? 06. All right, okay. Oh, that's, still, that's fucking, that's a while away then. Yeah. Jesus. Um, Heyman makes his fifth pick and he draws Teddy Long. <laughs> Jazz with a great line. As Teddy's walking away, he's well, you never made any money for me anyway. Fuck you. <laughs> um, so yeah, Teddy Long used as a, as a, a draft pick. So Nivia, Teddy, what a waste! Which makes me think this is legit. So yeah, manager, Fifi, Fifi. must have been part of the supplemental. Well, she's yeah. got to have been. So does Jazz not come part of? Fuck, does fucking and bugging not come with Teddy then? Where's Rodney Mack? Oh yeah, got released ages ago. Uh, fucking and bugging are dead, aren't they? Really, let's prefer Nowinski's fucking done. Max done. Mark Henry, where's Mark? Where's Mark Henry? He don't come back to those. 5.06. Oh, he's gone for a while then. Um, Bischoff makes his fifth pick and he selects... You think you know him? Edge. Uh, this isn't making him very happy. Um, and someone brought an Edge sign to Raw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knew. He knew. Uh, Heyman makes his sixth selection and he's not happy. He throws his pick at Bish. Bish reads it out. It's little Spike Dudley. In his orange cargo pants. And he's like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then... <laughs> Great Bish- camouflage, that orange on blue. Bishop makes his final pick. It's only Paul fucking Heyman. If you don't mind, and quite frankly, even if you do, pick the final member of the SmackDown roster, because I can't stand any of them anyway, and let's get this over with. Come on, JR, who do we need? Kurt Angle? Big Show? That works. Well, for my next... I... For my next... I... I can't believe this! What? I mean, this McMahon said everyone... That means everyone is eligible for the lottery draft and... I can't... Who is it? Say it already! Get it over with! Paul Heyman! Oh, my God! Now, it just so happens, Paul, I mean, this is going to work out great, because as it turns out, I could really use some help. In fact, I've got some, I've got some laundry that I need to get taken Uh-oh. care of. i got a car that needs to be washed. I mean, i got a lot of things that I need to take care of, and Paul, I can't think of anybody better than you. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I built ECW with both you and Vince on my back. I, I made SmackDown what it is today, Paul Heyman SmackDown, and and and, and I c- I could do the same for Raw, Mr. Bischoff, except I- I'm unwilling to appear before these animals that you call a Monday Night Raw audience. And, and most of all, Eric, I would never. Sell my soul to a piece of slime like you. 
So let me spell this out for you so that even Eric Bischoff can understand this. Eric Bischoff, screw you. I quit. What? Quit? Two words, five letters, I quit. And he's like, I tell you something, Paul, I've got loads of fucking storylines ready for you. And he'd be washing doing, and he'd be Toilet's shopping doing, toilets cleaning. Heyman, ass wiping. Not having that bullshit. He says, you know something, I built ECW, I built SmackDown. One thing I'm not going to do is work for a motherfucker like you. And Heyman goes, I fucking quit. But I think this is the last time I've seen him on Raw until 2012. With Brad Lesnar. Yeah. yeah, I think this is yeah. first time on Raw. They're, they're leaving. I, I can't cope with it. My anxiety is taking over, Michael, and I can't cope with the with Lothar. He was still there for a while. We've lost APA. Then he just Goldberg. Like, you know, if someone tells me, like, I know we've got Edge back, but we lost Hogan. We lost Mister Mister Zach Gowan. Uh, we've not seen Sean O'Hare for a while. Roddy Piper's gone. Steph's gone. When three minute warnings. Died. Three minute warnings not there anymore. Billy and Chuck are gone. Jamie Noble's not prominent on the fucking roster anymore. I don't Billy like Boops it. I don't, there. I don't like it. I, I don't like it. I want. I want. I want the old ruthless. <laughs> um, you want two thousand two? No mercy. So, uh, Eamon's fucked off. Bischoff then gets the mic and he goes, "I've got rid of two GMs now. I'm fuck. I am the Don round here. He stood in the ring. All of a sudden, you think you know me." I fucking kicked They lost the rights to the Rob Zombie music. Yeah, we're going back old school edge. And what I don't get is that Raw's set up these days, we've got the Titantron, and then we've got a video screen at the entrance bit. Mm. So where they come out, where the curtain is. Now that entrance on pro uh, on video packages like Edges are just his face. Various shots, quick time, different colours, his face. Jerry acted like I ain't got a fucking clue what's going on, where you can hear a music that you had on Raw when Edge were last on Raw, and you can also see his fucking Titan Tron. And it's you're going, constantly says Edge. Who's this? Eric Bischoff is back in a damn big way! Oh. My way! Well, don't forget that midnight trade deadline. Your way, that's it! So Edge looking jacked, looking like Goldberg when he debuted against The Rock, <laughs> comes out and it's a very awkward spear to Bischoff because but 
Yes, Bischoff was and walking it, backwards uh, a bit. Uh, yeah, so... But it was very reminiscent of the Goldberg experience. Oh, very much so. With the whole... Very Eric much so. Knocking himself um, out. But, yeah, I think Eric was... He was shitting himself a little bit too much. And he was backing off, backing off, backing off. So by the time the edge... Uh, the edge? By the time the edge was through the air... Live with you two. Um, Bischoff was already selling it. So he just looked a bit uncomfortable on the landing. But, yeah, the edge but is King, back. Again, I think he... Is he trying to get Rhino and Edge to have a few? Because he says, Edge just... Gold, no speared ooh, Bischoff. Ooh. Could you imagine a feud between Rhino and the Edge? <laughs> I'm on the edge of glory. So it's time for your WWE Draft Lottery 2004 Raw slash Smackdown Presents main event. Eddie Guerrero versus Paul Allen, Triple H, Levesque, Titchmarsh, Helmsley. People <laughs> could say, why is he getting a, world, a WWE title shot? Because he's the fucking game. Because he's that. He is that. Damn good. Um, I love how Alan still had his raw shirt on and then did his Hogan moment to reveal his Smackdown shirt because JR was like, hang on a minute. He's not, wait, what? And uh, then he, Cole. Oh, was it Cole, sorry. He was like, hang on a minute. And he pulled it away. And yes, uh, the Hogan moment. He's now on Team Blue. Um, this match was made by Vince uh, in order to kind of decide to be a championship. And I, like I said, I do like the idea. It didn't work with Rhino because Rhino is not a Dr. potential Blake. threat. To Benoit, where this you sat there thinking, John, this is a cracking idea. But they've done it wrong. They should have saved a couple of picks. We've blasted through four picks each mm. in that last segment. Save a pick. So Triple H goes over. Triple H gets a world title, right? And then Eddie Guerrero's then drafted. He comes to yeah. Raw instead. So he comes, and then we've got Eddie versus Benoit going forward for the world title. But no. No, ah, 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 ah. It turned into a mass fucking brawl to end the show. It was the, yeah. so many fucking spots. A few of my notes I've got written down. So you've got like, it looks like that Ray's going to, uh, Ray, sorry. It looks like that Eddie's going to get the win. Uh, but then Evolution's come down. And then Ray and Cena come down for Team Blue. Yeah. But then, and then Christian. And then Christian is the one that pushes Eddie off the top. And then Van Damme comes down. Michaels hits Subkick onto Triple H. And then every fucker comes down. And it's weird because all of a sudden the, the camera pans away and you've got all a sea of blue. So where it's your show, bro. Where's your guys? Oh, no. Next thing you know, the glass shatters. Sheriff comes out on his bike and he's waving down mm. a fucking plethora of WWE Raw superstars. Now, are you telling me that Austin's then waiting in Gorilla and he can see all the Raw guys are getting beaten up? And he's waiting in the going, Lance, do not move. We've got to wait for Val. We've got to wait for Rosie. We've got to wait for at least 50 of your jobbing cunts until we can go and attack. And then they go and attack. And then we get that weird moment where, like, Kane comes down. He comes sauntering down to the ring. Yeah. And then the big show, wearing Team Blue shirt behind him, not even bothered about Kane. It's like entrance for a battle royal. It's it like up next year and wait for little theme music to kick in and that. Um, as Raw goes off the air, the 2004 draft lottery goes off the air with a big mass brawl, a sea of red and blue. See, I would have put this brawl going different. And I, uh, so whilst every, all jobbers are fighting each other outside, yeah. all jobbers and Michaels. <laughs> all well, jobbers and Michaels. Eddie and Triple H still going at it. Triple H gets pedigree. Austin rolls into the ring, stunned to Triple H. Then Kane gets in the ring, goes to choke slam. Austin, yeah. lights out, Taker. gone. Take, lights him back up, takers in the ring, Joe Sam's Kane. Yeah, but are we trying not to, are we Are we not trying to forget the Kane and Taker stuff? 
Cambridge re- reference earlier. He did earlier. reference Taker That's earlier. That's his point. He did reference Taker earlier. That's my point. Go off there. He, but, he, but do you want to be going sure that Steve was still I know there. that they, I know that they decided to go with uh, that. The ending they did with the big brawl. But if they would have gone with that, would that made a SmackDown guy look strong on Raw when all the draft picks are done? But is it because it's Taker? Yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just trying to be a cunt. <laughs> I'm just trying to argue it. So I think there's no doubt about it. Evolution down here. The former teammates of Triple H, and now the game's got to steal a WWE title. Well, what, what, why is Flair and Batista ringside? I mean, they're wrong. These are, this is a SmackDown title. Flair and Batista. Trying to help Triple H steal the WWE Championship. And we... Hey! Look at this! Hey, it's Cena! Cena and Mysterio from SmackDown! Here we go! Hammering away on Batista! Oh, man! Bring it! Triple H in the ring! Why, Triple H has got the title! Look! Look at Flair! Why are the title? And look! Shawn Michaels! Shawn Michaels! Shawn Michaels! Sweet Tim music! Sweet Tim music! By Michaels! And the referee didn't see it! goes off the air and our picks are done so we've got six picks each yeah and I, i'm a bit disappointed with the whole yeah thing. so a lot of them didn't make any sense so for raw 
we've got Shelton, Nidia, Rhino, Tadgers, Edge and Heyman. And for Smackdown, we've got Dupree, Jindrak, Hunter, RVD, Theodore and Spike. Now, so look at these 12, 12 superstars we've got here. It's at least four that are What's your pointless. main event? Who's your main event? Triple, Triple H. H and Edge. Yeah. I think Edge, not yet. It, but what, he's on that cusp. He's, he's come back yeah. with fanfare and stuff like that. And this is the... Your mid-card. This is building to the year of the Edge. So your mid-card, Benjamin, Rhino, Tadgers, Dupree... No, no, no. Benjamin, Rhino, Tadgers, RVD. Your mid-card. Your lower card, Spike, Jindrak... Renee Nidia. Now, I'm sorry. And then for twelve picks, Teddy Long and Teddy, Teddy Paul Long Heyman. What a way! So you've not really had twelve picks. You've had ten picks between. So you've had five each for active superstars that can wrestle. Make people want to tune in. Yeah, don't get me wrong. We get into that era uh, where Theodore Long is doing one on one with Undertaker and tag team matches all over, and it became like a running meme, didn't it? We gotta have a tag team match, player. It won't make you want to tune into Raw or tune into SmackDown. Your wrestlers, the guys that perform yeah. in the ring, the characters, the ones you get invested in, they're the ones that you make you tune in. Um, so yeah, I was, I was a bit, yeah, I just, I think it all built around Evolution splitting, and yeah. Evolution split, but and then as the whole we know story going of forward, who's going to expect on GM? It doesn't fucking go going that way, forward. does it? So coming off this episode of Raw, Michael, uh, PW Insider, uh, they basically said that apparently before the episode of Raw, uh, Ed, Vince McMahon and Paul Levesque, aka Triple H got into a confrontation in McMahon's office in Stamford. Uh, there was reported screaming and yelling, and the mention of names like Shawn Michaels, Edge, Kurt Angle, Guerrero, and JBL were brought into conversation. Now, from what these reports are saying, that Triple H had found out beforehand that he's going, that he's to, going to smack down, and I don't want to be losing to people like Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, JBL. They can be stars, I'll stay on Raw. Which makes me think, going back to what we said at the start, where there is an element of they don't know what's going on here and I ain't, you know. I ain't going to the blue brand I'm an A star I'm staying on the A show and also apparently according to the reports coming out on the back of Monday's Raw Dirty Dave Meltzer and all his friends they're reporting that Undertaker and all members of Evolution are going to make some kind of appearance on this week's Smackdown now I've watched that Smackdown I've watched this <laughs> <laughs> Things change. <laughs> Things change. Um, and apparently the locker room, they were quite relieved that only six wrestlers from each roster changed positions. However, there's still some concern over the trades that are going to take place, um, especially because it's a midnight mm. deadline and a lot of the wrestlers, they're going to finish the show at 9, 10 o'clock. They're probably just going to head off to the next show, to the hotel or whatever. They haven't got a clue Still what creative. Right uh, see, they're gonna clue what creatives probably thought about and what probably still thinking about this evening. So they come up to start doing the TV tapings tomorrow at SmackDown, mm. and then get a phone call on their way saying actually you're not on the SmackDown fucking show anymore. But don't make plans for next Monday. <laughs> don't make plans. Um, so yeah, if the uh, draft lottery, Michael, was star of the Rufus Aggression era, who would he be? Oh fuck no. <laughs> so I got best. Draft pick and worst draft pick. Go on then, give me your best draft pick and your worst draft pick and then I want to know who would the lottery be if it was a wrestler. So best draft pick, Triple H. <laughs> Alright, no, hands down. Hands down the best fucking draft pick of all the draft picks. <laughs> hands down. I cannot wait to see him boss Smackdown. Worse, it's a, t- a tri- three-way tie. Between Nidia, Theodore and Eamon. 
Alltså först. <laughs> Stop reading my notes. <laughs> I'd say the worst draft pick is Nivea because I don't understand what she gives. I don't understand what puppies. she gives. Yeah, puppies. Yeah, puppies. Puppies is good handy. Fucking, I don't know. STIs. Um, baby what? was a superstar. Um, no idea. No idea because that's how bad and fucking uncomfortable it was. It was just weird. I just think that's the thing. I just found it bizarre. I just think you had an opportunity to proper break ground and start again. Like I said, send Michaels to SmackDown. Give me Michaels and Eddie. Or draft Ben Warren and Eddie. Yeah, split. Just do something. Start with do yeah, champions. Do as something the first one. differently. Uh, but no, they, they they broke up random tag teams. They just did random things. It was just a bit awkward, a bit weird. The, um, that's too much tag team dissensions. Too much tag team dissension. What happens to the tag team division on both brands? There now? was no point. No need to. Break up the Bellends. Yep. No need to... There's never no need to break up the Bellends. Jim, <laughs> uh, Jack and Cade, they, yeah, they, they, they could have stayed together. They could have stayed together, but also... what does Jim Jack do? Th- th- that's the thing. See, that's the thing. That's what you've got to look at. Are the, it, st- are the people that got drafted, what do they actually do? It was a watered-down version of Lex Luger's uh, <laughs> narcissist game. No, no, he's not even that. He's Chris Masters before Chris Masters were Chris Masters. And then he ends up being fucking Kurt's bodyguard being yeah. Roman's big brother. It just doesn't worry it. But I think we'll leave it there uh, for episode 47. Um, up next, we're going to start building towards Backlash with Smackdown, Raw, Smackdown, Raw, Smackdown, I think it is. Yep, um, just like it was. The, something like that. We did that a while ago. Yeah, where we started with the Smackdown. It felt really awkward, didn't it? Um, was that after, was that built to Mania, maybe? Started with Smackdown? Uh, I don't know. I think it might be after insurrection. Oh, fucking, that's a long time ago, a long time ago. But, as always, Michael, let everyone know where they can find us on all forms of social media. On all forms of social media, that's Twitter, Facebook, every single thing you can think of. That's at RAO Podcast. That is it. And until next time, I've been Dave, that's been Big Sexy, until the build-up to Backlash. I am the game! Sweat in my blood too. I'm ready to smell spear. I smell a lot. My competitors flex here. They smoked. I was hot. I want it all. Excess. The sex. My success. Stress us. I want it all. No less. So come on.